Welcome to the Wellness Restoration Project, where we explore the question of how are you well? A collection of interviews and explorations of resources, both ancient and modern, to help you create your own powerful network and practices in wellness. I'm your integrative herbalist and host, Shelley Swap. Let's do this. Welcome back. So after last week's episode on detoxification and grief support, I found myself feeling like I had not done you a great service with that episode because there are so many other herbs and resources that you can reach for that we didn't cover. And I think would be really helpful for you to have in your back pocket to have a just a basic understanding of so that when you do reach for something um, to help you with grief, that you understand that there's a wide variety of resources and um, and have a better understanding as to how and why they help. So first things first, last week we talked about berries and some people found it surprising that I would use berries as a resource for grief. Well, a couple of years ago, there was a big batch of research that was released that showed that grief, that especially um, intense grief that we would see from loss of a loved one, um, significant loss of work and those types of things, that they create levels of inflammation in the body that are um, equal to and sometimes greater than the type of inflammation that we see when someone's at high risk of a cardiovascular event um, or that's at high risk for other really scary chronic diseases and that one of the things that we can do to help support grief is to bring in those things that are anti-inflammatory um, I'm not talking like Tylenol and ibuprofen and those types of things but but foods and herbs and antioxidants and things that are actually going to help reduce um, inflammation in the body in a way that's supportive and nourishing. Now remember, that's that's the work of herbalism. It isn't so much to replace pharmaceuticals. In fact, it's almost never to replace pharmaceuticals. It is to replace the need for them if we can at all. Um, and we do that by nourishing and supporting the body so that it can do what it wants to do, which is be in balance and be well. Um, and I don't mean that in a in a woo-woo sort of way. I mean that in a real way, because even the greatest surgeons in the world couldn't do, their work wouldn't be successful if the body wasn't able to take those um, incisions and those, those things and heal. Like we have to be able to support our body's innate ability to heal. Um, and part of that innate ability to heal is to manage inflammation. There's healthy types of inflammation that happen, you know, when there's an injury or when there's a sickness, but then there's um, a really fine line as to when well, actually a really defined line as to when that level of inflammation becomes problematic. And especially when we're in states of grief, grief um, chronic stress, or when we're eating poorly, or when we're um, being exposed to things like we've talked about throughout the other detoxification episodes, um, our body experiences high levels of inflammation. And then we have a really hard time um, detoxifying. We have a really hard time 
replenishing. We have a hard time sleeping. We have a hard time being able to move through our emotions and do the work that we need to in order to be well, both physically, emotionally, and mentally. So a um, couple of other thoughts on the berries is the research. When I went back and looked at it, because I had some great questions, um, was what kind of doses are we looking at? Are we talking like heaps and heaps of berries throughout the week? Are we talking, you know, large amounts or concentrates or any sort of thing. And actually the research that I was able to find showed that about 16 strawberries a week, it's not a ton, is where they found the most benefits in um, reducing inflammation when you're using something like strawberries. And that was over the course of um, three different, I wouldn't call them doses, I would say servings. Um, and so the, what is that work out to be like five or six strawberries three times a week? That's totally doable, right? <laughs> Something we many of us can welcome. Um, raspberries and blackberries, the research was done with about 100 grams. And 100 grams isn't a lot when it comes to berries. It is so 100 grams is not a lot. Um, I have a kitchen scale that I refer to quite often because it's really hard to really hard to measure things by quarter cups and cups and half cups and things when you're looking for weight measurements. And so um, hundred grams can be anywhere from a quarter cup to a half a cup, depending on the berry and how heavy they are and how big they are and all those types of things. So that's not a lot of berries, which is really good news, right? Cause we could get easily hundred grams of blueberries over pancakes or um, just a small teacup of them to snack on during the day. And you can add those in lots of different ways. So go forth and add those berries into your diet and feel confident that you're doing your body a lot of good, not just your taste buds. And it's always a bonus when our taste buds and our body are benefiting in many different ways, right? Um, but I wanted to move on to a couple of herbs that are incredibly important to catalog in the category of grief support. And probably the most important herb to recognize in this category, and this is a hard thing to say because there's a lot of them, um, is rose. And I'm talking wild rose. Wild rose especially is an important cardioprotective herb. And remember how I referenced the studies earlier that talked about how grief can be so hard on the cardiovascular system and create high, high levels of inflammation. Well, rose, wild rose especially, is incredibly cardioprotective. Um, it has a small amount of caffeine in it. So like if you were to make a cup of rose tea, which would be like two teaspoons of dried rose petals in eight ounces of water, you would see about 60 milligrams of caffeine. That's a decent amount of caffeine. It's not a ton, but it's a decent amount. It helps to improve circulation. It helps to wake up the brain. It helps to lower inflammation. And it's not the kind, it's not like a coffee or a, or a really strong um, caffeine drink that's got sugar and things in it. This is something that's going to have some other nourishing properties because it's um, rose petals and rose hips and those types of things that you generally get when you get a, a rose herbal product are going to be high in vitamin C. They're going to be high in all sorts of other antioxidants um, and phytonutrients that are helping to support and regulate the body and calm the nervous system. Another formula that is well known um, to help, or excuse me, not formula, another herb that is worth mentioning and really important to keep in mind when we're talking about grief is motherwort. Uh, motherwort is such a treasure. 
It is also known as a cardioprotective, a cardiotonic. So that means it's incredibly protective to the heart. Um, it helps to regulate circulation. It helps to regulate emotions. This is an herb that's been well known for hundreds, if not thousands of years as an herb for emotional instability. It's a women's herb especially, but it's been used widely for, in both sexes and has been really, really helpful to help balance hormones, to help balance the mood. And especially when we're seeing people that are struggling with deep grief and sorrow, um, it's an herb that we reach for quite regularly for women as they head into perimenopause and menopausal years, because that is also the time that we see what we here in the West call um, a midlife crisis, right? <laughs> Where we begin to kind of grieve all the things that we thought were going to happen by this time, or maybe we, you know, our brains begin to kind of change and we recognize some of the things that we could have done better. Um, maybe children are moving on, maybe mourning the loss of not having a family. Um, marriages seem to be changing. Sometimes careers are changing. And, and so there is a lot of grief that can be carried along with the exhaustion of maybe caring for a family or um, going after a really intense career for many years. We seem to see a lot of transition happen between those perimenopause and menopausal years. And uh, motherwort is another one of those herbs that is so tremendously helpful to help support hormone balance, to help carry grief, um, and to help reduce inflammation in the body. And it's one that I reach for regularly, especially when endocrine, endocrine function is one of the things we want to support, whether it's um, hyperthyroid, so we've got palpitations, anxiety, those types of things, and even a little bit in hypothyroid if we're seeing a lot of grief and we want to add other herbs with it as well, like rose. Um, another herb to consider and keep in mind, and these are things that I think are really important to, you know, maybe you're not going to become a clinical herbalist. Maybe this isn't something you're going to study like intensely, like I have for many, many years, but you want to be able to walk into a store or walk into a shop or get online and start to look for something. And maybe you look for a grief tonic or, and, and the, the, the ingredients come up and you can immediately recognize it as one that's been put together and well thought out because it has things like hawthorn and rose and motherwort and lemon balm. So that's another one I wanted to talk about is lemon balm. It's one of my favorite herbs and I rely on it quite heavily for women who are suffering from depression and anxiety um, who tend to get over anxious. Um, over anxious is a funny word because anxious is enough, right? We don't need to be over anxious, but um, it really helps to calm the nervous system, but it doesn't do it in a way that is really sedating. It does it in a way that is really supportive. It helps to, again, lower oxidative stress in the body. It supports endocrine function. It supports hormone balance. Um, and it's one that is wonderful for helping to carry grief. Lemon balm is also known as the happy herb. It helps to uplift the spirit um, and it's also antiviral. And oftentimes those are all pieces of a puzzle when we're suffering from really intense grief or depression or anxiety. We want to make sure that the body has the support it needs so that anything that could be kind of kicking around in there um, and causing additional stress on the body is um, getting some where we're addressing those issues as well. And we can't always address everything with you know, a pharmaceutical and we don't necessarily want to, but adding in supportive herbs that are full of phytonutrients that have antiviral, anti-inflammatory properties can be a great way to help um, support grief and depression and anxiety because all of those things come into play when we're, um, when we're seeing someone who's battling 
mental health issues and really struggling to get through a grief episode that um, they feel like maybe they should have already been able to manage. Um, and the last one that I wanted to, well, there's two more. Um, let's talk about holy basil. Holy basil is, or Tulsi, is known as the queen of herbs. It is a really revered herb in the Ayurvedic tradition and in the Western herbal tradition. It's an herb that can be taken singly. So if you ever just need a simple tea to help you settle down at night, Tulsi is one to consider. I love it blended with lemon balm, like we talked about. I also love it blended with skullcap if you really need a good night's sleep. Um, neither of those herbs are going to be incredibly sedating, but what they do is they help reduce oxidative stress in the body. They help reduce inflammation. They add all sorts of phytonutrients um, that help your body to settle down, to detoxify, to open up the pathways. Um, and they are just gently anti-inflammatory, or excuse me, they're just gen gently antiviral as well, um, which help to, again, give the body a reduced load to deal with. We want to support the body in any way we, we possibly can, right? So Tulsi is another one that I rely on heavily and has been used for thousands of years to support uh, people who are struggling with grief and depression and anxiety. It's wonderful as a tea. Um, you can find Tulsi tea in tea bags from a number of really reputable tea companies, and you can also get it as a loose leaf tea, which is my favorite, um, and a really good quality holy basil smells amazing and tastes amazing. So I highly recommend doing the extra legwork to find um, a loose leaf, a high quality loose leaf Tulsi if you have an herb shop in your area um, because it can be worth, it can be so phenomenal. If you don't have access to that, then things like traditional medicinals, um, puka tea, some of those are wonderful and they, I would just add I would just double up your tea bag so that you're getting closer to a therapeutic dose and really get the benefits of those herbs. Cause oftentimes in one tea bag, you're just not going to get enough to see um, anything more than just the coloring of the water in your teacup. Okay. And the last herb um, that I love and is a really fun one that I've been surprised is widely available um, wild. You can, when I say wild, it's, I'm amazed at how often I find it. Um, just growing in parks and in schoolyards and in neighborhoods and those types of things. It's known as Albizia. It's also known as Mimosa. Um, they are fun, fun trees. They bloom in the springtime. They remind me a little bit of a Dr. Seuss sketch. Um, they have kind of, they look like, the flowers look like little white paintbrushes that have been dipped in hot pink paint. Um, they smell really sweet. You can smell them usually for quite, for quite a while, and they are kind of a sticky flower. And um, so they can be a little bit tricky to make into tea. So that is one that I use, usually use as a tincture. Um, the bark you'll find often in tea because the bark is also incredibly full of phytonutrients and incredibly helpful to help lift the spirit and carry grief. In fact, um, an Albizia tincture is one that is really easy to use just a couple of drops. Um, and carry it in a, a bag if you're dealing with a lot of loss or a lot of grief. Maybe you've gone through a breakup, maybe you've lost a job, maybe you've um, lost a loved one and you still have to function and you're in a spot, spot where you're going out and doing the things that you need to be doing each day, but you just need a little extra support and a little albizia or mimosa tincture um, can be such a sweet helper um, 
to get you through the day. Just taking a couple of drops of that can help uplift the spirit, help open up the pathways. It increases um, cardiovascular health by in improving circulation and lowering inflammation. All the things that we've talked about, there are so many. There are just so many good herbs out there. We could, I could talk, you know, for another hour about several others like salvia, um, another one that really improves circulation. And I rely on heavily with, um, in combination with other herbs to help with grief and um, heart palpitations and those types of things that come when people have been under a tremendous emotional stress for long periods of time. Um, but I hope that that is helpful. And then as you're looking for resources that you can draw on or just keep nearby, um, or even making your own combinations with a few gentle herbs to keep on hand for yourself or your loved ones that you'll look to adding, you know, rose, motherwort, lemon balm, tulsi, albizia. Um, and as things come on in the spring, look around, see if linden flower trees are close by. And if, if you know that they haven't been sprayed, they are a fabulous resource, just like I talked about in the last episode. Um, service berries here in the Mountain West are coming. They'll be coming on soon and their blossoms, while not regularly recognized, are another one that I love to reach for and use in um, grief teas and grief support. And they are fleeting. Those blossoms don't last long. And hawthorn blossoms can be utilized in the spring while we wait for those berries to mature in the fall. So hopefully you've got some good resources along with the fruit. I'm going to be posting um, a recipe for a Felix cordial, which is one that I make. I make it as an oxymel, which means that it's got honey and apple cider vinegar in it instead of a lot of, uh, instead of making it a, a true tincture, which is alcohol based, uh, because I do recommend it quite often for my young clients, for children and teenagers who are experiencing grief because so many of them have been through so much this past year, losing opportunities to connect with friends, being in school. Maybe they've lost family members and loved ones. And it's just been a lot of, a lot of change and that little extra support that they can carry and use when they need it is such a fun way to, to teach them how to recognize their emotions and give them a little extra support to get through it. Um, by teaching them how to use herbs and things that are just here around us in our day-to-day -day world. Um, I, and as always, if I can be of additional support, if you've got questions, you can always schedule a 15 minute call with me and I would love to see if I can be of support. Um, but I'll have some recipes up on um, social media this week and hopefully on the blog in the next week or two when this computer gets back to me because it's going out for repairs. Um, Hopefully you found this helpful and next week we'll be back to some really fun interviews. I've got some fun ones planned and um, that I'm really excited to introduce you to, but until then, next time, take care and be well. Thank you for joining me for the wellness restoration project. I hope that you got as much out of it as I did today. So if you are ready to add more of these wonderful resources to your life, I hope you'll join me over at Instagram where I'm sharing lots of great things on a daily basis. I also would love to chat with you. If you think that you are interested in getting a little more personalized help, I hope that you'll either head to my website or to the link in my bio in Instagram and um, set up a time for us to chat because I would love to be on your team 
as you begin the process of restoring wellness to your life. So until next time, thank you for joining me and be well.